recently in a meditation, I was out of body and I was walking down a street and somebody came up to me and said, say, I'm on my way to New York. Can you tell me what to do in New York, what to expect, where to go? And in the meditation, I began to tell them about the different places in New York I'd been and walking up and down Broadway and going to Battery Park and Central Park and all these different things that I remembered doing while I was in New York. And as I was going through this, I realized that, you know, I was giving them sort of highlights of New York, but I wasn't really talking to them about the experience of New York or all of New York that you could experience on the island of Manhattan and the surrounding areas. And as I was going thoroughly into my meditation, I realized that's kind of what we do here in our sharings with you. We're talking about something that is so much bigger. There's so much more to it than what we're able to share with you about getting to God, getting to soul, getting liberated. There's just so much to it. You know, we can talk to you about the different realms of the physical creations. We can talk to you about what to expect and what to do and how to get free of this and that. We give you certain techniques of uh, actions to take inside yourself and in the world and in relationship and in your meditation so that you do begin to have your own inner experience of your journey through this creation and into soul and spirit. But there's no way we really can tell you every detail, everything, every side street of the journey. We give you a guideline. We give you a tour book and say, here, Start out, and when you find the name of a street, look it up and see what's on that street and see if that's the street you want to take. We're here to give clarity, guidance, understanding, direction, and inspiration to keep inspiring you to sit down and do the meditation. Because the world is very inspiring of itself. It always puts the glitter and the glamour and the lights and the sounds and the interest in the world to draw our attention outward, away from the center of ourself, away from our own soul consciousness. And we're ever focusing you towards the inward and upward journey, a journey that the mind, the emotions, the body really does not want and really does not understand because the journey that we're talking about is taking the consciousness out of the mind, away from the mind, above the mind, and into something that the mind can never comprehend. And so describing where to go to New York, in New York, what to expect, what to look for, is simple in comparison to trying to describe to you something that truly is above the mind. There are no words. There are no real clear statements of when you get to this corner, take a left. When you get to this corner, 
continue on. When you get to this corner, watch for this sign, and you'll know you're there. It isn't that simple, and yet it's much, much more simple because the pathway above the mind is following the loving, following the purple light, the white and the gold light, the sound of the Holy Spirit calling us home. For whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. When you hear a bell tolling in your meditation or just in your daily conscious life as you're making your way around, realize that that bell tolling, ringing, is your soul calling you home. That's the sound you really want to hear. That's the sound you want to listen for. And when you hear it, Follow it. Go toward it. Follow the direction that it's coming from because that will take you higher and closer into soul awareness, into the knowing of who you really are as a spiritual being, not a physical being. And we can give those guidelines, but the key to it all is for you to sit down every day and to really do the meditation and have your own experience. I've shared a lot of my own experience. Brian has shared his. But those are our experiences on our journey. Your journey is going to be a little bit different just because of all the experiences you as a soul in this creation have had your journey home is going to be a little bit different, getting liberated, getting free, making your way backward, if you will, through this creation to get out of here. took you a long time to get where you are. But through the grace of God, it takes just a little time to really get free. The Lord of this creation would love it if you would just follow the route you came in on and walk yourself out of here. Kind of like a labyrinth. It just goes on and on and on and on. And where in the world is the center? And how am I going to get there? And then when you get to the center and you start going out again, it's winding all around, all around, all around until finally you get out. And the Lord of this creation would love it if you would take the path that you came in on to take it out. Because he knows then you're here for a long time to come. And you're going to get lost in the way you're going to be going. If you've ever walked a labyrinth, it's easy to get lost. It's easy to all of a sudden realize, wait, what, which one am I supposed to be on now? And all of a sudden, you're going out, but now you find yourself going back to the center again just because you misstepped. But on the pathway of the meditation of sound and light, there is really no misstep. You cannot misstep. You may feel like you have at times, but you really can't. And the pathway that you're taking home 
in this action of sound and light is a short one in comparison to the path you took getting here to this point of initiation and returning. It's a short path because God comes in and begins to clean up the slate, clear your karma, clear your lessons, so that there's nothing to distract you, nothing to pull you away, no way that you're going to misstep and all of a sudden find yourself going in the wrong direction again. So realize that this is really a wonderful journey, an easy journey, a short journey in comparison to the journey you've been on. And that's the beauty of this. And that's the challenge of it. Because it is simple. And it is short in comparison to everything we've done. The actions that we have to take are simple actions of sitting down and just loving God and opening to receive God's loving, of taking responsibility for our thoughts and our feelings, our actions and our reactions. Uh, Maybe that's not so simple. But if we give it attention every day, and we do take action in those areas, we will find that it will be simpler than we think and shorter than we think. In the teachings on the path of sound and light, it is shared that once initiated, if you do the inner work, within 10, 12, 15 years, you will reach into soul realm. It can take that long for you to get through all the different elements of self and all the different realms of the lower creation to truly begin to wake up into the soul more fully. That's if you apply yourself. And if you don't, still in about 10, 12, 15 years, you'll be making your way into the soul realm. You may not know it, though, because you're not giving the conscious attention to the meditation and haven't come awake inside to be aware more or less of where you are in the journey. But you're still on the journey because the Holy Spirit is pulling you home, calling you home, bringing you home. So over the years, we've shared a lot. Just like Brian said earlier on our website, there's a lot of talks up there to listen to. And a lot of them are about the realms of the physical creation, of the lower creation, that we have to make our way through to be liberated. And that's what we're here to do, to share with you about these realms and what to look for and how to move through them so that you can truly get free. But the one thing we don't really talk about a lot is about the soul realm and the realms of spirit. Now, why don't we do that? 
one, when you start this journey, we have to keep you focused on what's right in front of you. And what's right in front of you is the body, the imagination, the emotions, the mind, and the unconscious. And the realms that associate with those levels of awareness. So that you can begin to consciously walk in your daily life and in your meditation practice through those different elements of self and free yourself of them. So we talk and talk and talk about all that in order to keep it in the forefront of your consciousness of what the hell am I doing here? What is this meditation about? Why am I having to have all these experiences that I don't like? <coughs> Why do I have to take responsibility for my thoughts? Why can't I just think and doesn't matter? <coughs> so we work in with you and with sharing to help you to get clarity, to get understanding, to understand your experiences. That's why we do the question and answers, so that we can help bring clarity to you about your journey. And many times it's interesting, we find people kind of going, oh my God, I don't know if I want to share this with you because it doesn't really sound good and I don't want to look like the fool and whatever. But then they share it and we go, oh my goodness, you're waking up into soul realm. And we describe what that's really all about. And it's like, really? That's not what I saw in it. That's why we're here, to give clarity so that you begin to truly understand what's happening in your life and in your consciousness and in this journey. So let me just share a little bit about the soul realm to kind of whet your appetite and maybe to assist you in understanding where you are now because many of you are now beginning to move into the soul realm itself in this inner journey. You've gone through the physical, the astral, the causal, the mental, the etheric, and believe me, you're still going to be going through them. As long as you're in the body, you have to deal with the body and all the elements of the body and as long as you're in the physical creation, you have to deal with the elements of the physical creation. So don't think that because you're getting into the soul realm now, it's a piece of cake, I got it all done, don't have to think about it anymore, hardly have to meditate. No, not that simple, not that easy. It's easy, but it's not that easy. You can't get lazy on this path. You can't assume, now that I'm in the soul realm, I don't really have to meditate that much, or I don't have to pay attention so many times in my life to certain situations or take responsibility for my thoughts and my feelings, my actions and my reactions. If anything, you have to do it more. Because now that you're really waking up into soul, you want to be able to wake up and fully anchor yourself there, not just visit but to live consciously there more and more every day. 
So when you begin to glimpse into the first level of the soul realm, and there are four levels in the soul realm, when you glimpse into the first level and begin to move into that, you find that as you're moving into the soul realm, there's still qualities of the physical universe that are there. As above, so below. Well, at that first level of the soul realm, it is really interesting how much you find what is reflected in this lower world is true in the first level of the soul. Even about how our bodies are and everything. But as you begin to rise up through that first level, you begin to learn not to look into that reflective quality that you've come out of, but to now really hold your focus inward and upward on God even more so. And the light coming to you is much more clear and bright and brilliant than anything you could ever have experienced here in your life or in your meditation. It's much more brilliant, much more clear, and it draws your attention upward just automatically. But in order to have that experience, it's going into meditation to have that experience. You might have glimpses of it even with your eyes open and doing the world. All of a sudden, you might see a shaft of bright light or a movement, a wavering of light somewhere in your environment. But that, again, is just a reflection of the world of that which is true for you now if you'll begin to let yourself wake up into that. And again, what I'm sharing about the first level of the soul realm is like me sharing with you about my journey to New York City. Well, I only walked a small part of New York. I only went to a few places in New York City. I didn't see the whole thing of Manhattan or the surrounding areas. So I can't really tell you everything, everything, everything about New York. Now, I can tell you a lot more about the first level of the soul realm, but a lot of it, there's not words for it. It's above the mind. It's above the experience that the mind or the body consciousness can grasp or understand because it's about moving into oneness. It's about moving away from the world of separation and into oneness and into the fullness of things. And there's no way, no way I can make sense with words to you of what that is. I can't. I wish I could. So I can give you little glimpses, such as the radiant light, the sounds that you'll hear, the clarity of things in comparison to what you see here in this world. I mean, it is crystal clear in comparison to anything here. But that doesn't even make sense. Because 
until you experience crystal clarity, this is pretty clear down here, isn't it? Some are shaking their heads yes and some no. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> So, how am I supposed to describe to you the second, third, and fourth levels of soul? It's about moving into oneness. It's about letting go more and more of this creation. It's learning about how to truly live in the truth of who you are. You are loving. You are light and sound. You are the grace of God. You are the joy of God. You are the peace of God. You are God in expression as you. And it's becoming aware of that and living more and more into that as you begin to rise up in your loving with God and receiving God's loving. And it's learning how to let go of all those elements of the self of the world and the identity of the self of the world and taking on the awareness and the knowing and the beingness of who you are as soul. And it is learning how to be that peace, to be that centeredness, to be that joy, to be that stillness, to be that quiet that is you, the soul. And then how to bring that down with you as you return to the physical body once again and begin to let it live here as it lives in soul. And you can have that. You can have that peace. You can have that stillness. You can have that centeredness right here, right now, eyes open, doing the day and going through the world, experiencing the world, but you experience it differently. You live it differently. You approach it differently because you approach it from that place of you, the soul, living on all levels of consciousness in your daily life. You live at peace, at joy, in centeredness, in loving. And you live ever focused more on God than on the world. And that's over time. Stop and think when you got initiated. Where were you? Not in the world, not in the chair in a room, but where were you inside yourself and in this world? And where are you today? Is there more peace? Is there more light? Is there more joy? Is there more centeredness? Do you find that you can bring the loving forward easier now? that you begin to understand the loving and live that loving that is you, the soul, than you did when you first got initiated? And is that a big difference? 
Do you have an appreciation for this life that you didn't have before? Do you know what that longing is of God longing you home? What you used to thought was your longing is actually God's longing you home? There's a change. There's a difference. Where you were when you were initiated and where you are today, even if it's only days in difference between when you were initiated and today, or weeks, or months, or years, you have changed. You have been transformed. You are not the person you were before initiation. You are different. And when you get to the soul realm, the difference is even greater than anything that you might recognize as the change, as the difference from one to the other that you've gone through so far. When you begin to really go in and live into the soul realm itself, even while in the physical body, you go through a big transformation. Because you begin to find that which you've been looking for. And it's not in the world. And it's not the things of the world. It's not family unity. It's not anything of this world. It's in you. You find yourself. You find your truth. You find you, the soul. And you begin to find that loving that you have longed for for so long. If somebody could just love me, I could be in, in the loving with myself. But nobody really loves me. They say, oh, I love you, but I don't feel it. I don't really get it. It isn't changing me. Come on, you've got to love me more. You've got to give me more. Well, when you begin to wake up into your soul, you don't care about all that anymore. You don't look outside yourself to have the loving because you are the loving that you've been longing for. You are the fulfillment. And you begin to live the loving and be the fulfillment for yourself. Now, when you're walking through the physical universe and the physical creations and all the realms of that, we can talk to you about emotions. We can talk to you about the mental issues. We can talk to you about this and that. We can fill pages all about that. But when it comes to the soul, there's not a lot to put down on paper. There's not a lot of words that need to be spoken because you can't share that which is beyond the mind in a way that ever will be understood. The mind will doubt it. The mind will put words against it, put doubt, fear, whatever to stop you from looking for what I'm talking about so that you can have it yourself. 
It's only for you to go in and have your own experience. And the blessing within ILM itself, being that we're a smaller group of people, a smaller community, walking this pathway, and you have two teachers here sitting with you to share with you, to answer whether it's an email or in person, questions around your journey, We can give you the clarity. We can give you understanding. We can take that, well, it's kind of a strange kind of experience. I don't I don't really think it means much to make it clear and understandable and show you, hey, that's about you getting into the soul realm. That's about you letting go of all those things that have been holding you back or whatever. So as you go higher and higher through the different realms of soul, you let go more and more about this world. You let it go. You don't give it all up. You give it up at the time you take the last breath, but you let it go. You don't put so much weight and importance on the elements of this world. You partake, you enjoy but you don't have so much value on the world as you have maybe in the past. And you begin to truly live in that place where all you have to do is really look up and there's God. And that's for real. That's for real. Whether you look up physically through the body itself or you look up spiritually with the spiritual eye. All you have to do is look up and God is there. Because once you get into the soul realm and go higher into the soul, that is the focus. That is your intention. That is your direction. And God is very present with you in that journey for you to go home, to wake up and go home. And God's going to do all God can to make sure you know the direction to go. You feel it. You see it. You hear it. You know it. And once you begin to truly live more into the soul realm, you don't want to look down. You just want to look up. All the time looking up. Are you there? Are you there? And then the question goes away, and it's just like, hi, oh, hi. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Why would you want to look down? You don't. You really don't. There'll be those that will try to pull you down, believe me. A husband, a wife, your children, your dog, your cat, your fish your boss, the world will try to pull you down. But all you have to keep remembering to do is look up. Well, that's right. That's right. I just have to look up. Keep looking up. Even while I'm driving and I have to have my eyes forward to make sure I'm in the traffic right, 
inside, I can still be looking up. My soul is looking up, not my physical eyes, but my soul is looking up. And the loving goes before me, and the loving goes in me and through me, and I am more into that flow of the eternal rather than the finite of this world. So as you wake up in soul, we'll share more and more about the soul realm and spirit. Because you're now doing that. Many of you now are waking up into soul. Maybe you don't know it yet, but you are. And I'm glad that you are. I'm joyful that you are because it means you're liberating the soul and it means that Brian's work and my work is really paying off. Our full focus, our full attention, our full want is to assist souls in going home that really do want to do the inner work. That's what we do. Morning, noon, and night. And believe me, it is morning, noon, and night. Our nighttime, our sleep time, our meditation time, our dinner time, our travel time, it's always focused on this. There's nothing more for us to do than this. So I just wanted to share a little bit about the soul realm today just to begin to give clarity and maybe to begin to raise questions so more clarity can be had. But do remember, the words we share, especially around soul, spirit, the nature of God, they're not true. They're just a reflection of the true. And it's for you to go inside and find out what really is true through your experience and your action of awakening. Okay.